Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network on Yahoo Sports Radio. Ty Law not only was a five-time Pro Bowl cornerback, three-time NFL champ. Ron, did you hear that? Three-time NFL three. champ. count him. And member of the 2000s All-Decade team. He's back for his second turn as a Pro Football Hall of Fame semifinalist. And best yet, he's back with us for his second turn. Ty, we normally say to th- people, hey, thanks for joining us. But with you, thanks for rejoining us. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you know, Ty, most players, uh, when they get in the position you're in, the, uh, they always say, oh, I never think about the Hall of Fame or I never ever thought about the Hall of Fame. Uh, but you've admitted many times that you always thought about the Hall of Fame and that you used it even to just kind of prepare yourself for uh, for games. Could you explain, you know, for the people listening, your thinking about, about the Hall of Fame and how it motivated you? Well, uh, when I first uh, came into the league, and I know uh, uh, you can attest to what I was saying from early on, I mean, if you get to the Hall of Fame, that means you got to hold yourself to a high standard week in and week out. And I always strive to be a Hall of Famer at the end of my career, you know, since my rookie year. Uh, and it was, I just used it as a motivational tactic. Uh, I came from a hometown where Tony Dorsett, Mike Dick, uh, uh, Hall of Famers were, they came up. So in order to be like those guys I looked up to, I had to strive to be the same type of player and be the same thing one day. So, you know, I knew it was far fetched, but that's what I just did to motivate, you know, myself to, to be the best out there on the field. Ty, there are only 14 pure cornerbacks in the hall. And as a side note, that's half as many as the 28 wide receivers in Shrine. <laughs> a, a number of others Pet a, number, a number of others moved to safety late in their career and padded the old interception totals. Did you ever right. wonder why you didn't make that shift like a Ronnie Lauder or Rod Woodson did? You know what? Uh, I, I do. Uh, me and Ron, we talked about it a, a, a few times, and uh, no one would ever want to move me back uh, for whatever reason. You know, Ron said he called around a, a couple places, and they said I was still the, the best cornerback, you know, on the field. But I did want to move back uh, to safety because talking to someone who I looked up to a lot, uh, Hall of Famer Rod Woodson, he said you should move back. You know, he said that he got 30 picks, 30 of his 70-plus interceptions back at safety, but I never had that opportunity. Deion Sanders went back. Aeneas Williams went back. And uh, I just never got that opportunity. But I wanted to. I, I thought I could have played uh, safety and maybe got a couple more years out of the deal, but it just didn't work out for me. So I tried to do the best I could at corner. Even though I probably couldn't run the same as I used to, uh, <laughs> it, it, it worked out. And, you know, and it, it, is, it, it is what it was. Hey, Ty, I want to make sure we're clear on one thing. That Ron that you looked up for, to, that was Ronnie Lott, not Ron Borges, correct? <laughs> Should have been no, me. No, I said, I said Rod. I said Rod. Rod. Oh, Rod. Okay, I thought you said Rod. Rod. I'm sure he meant yeah, me. Rod, I'm sure he meant me. <laughs> do, you, do you look up to Ron Borges? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, hey, look, you know what? Let me tell you something about Ron, man. He is one of those guys that's always going to shoot it to you straight. So, you know, we, we, we bumped heads a few times <laughs> with, with differences really? of opinions through the years. But I always... Uh, uh, respected Ron because he 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 told you his opinion whether you liked it or not. You know, what I mean? so, and, and you can only you can only respect that at the end of the day because he gave you kudos when it was time to get kudos, but he also let you know when you stunk up the joint. <laughs> so me and Ron, we always got along. Well, Goose and I are still waiting for those kudos from Ron. So hey, no kudos uh, I, for you guys. Ty's yeah, a Hall of Famer. You guys not so come. much. <laughs> uh, we're with Hall of Fame semifinalist Ty Law on the Talk of Fame Network, and Ty, um, you played for Belichick. You played for Parcells. If you had one game to win, which coach would you choose and why? If I had one 
game to win. Now, if you're talking about from a game plan perspective, uh, I would say Coach Belichick from a strategic standpoint. But if you're talking about from an individual standpoint where you have to go out and make that play, and if it was all on me, I would say Coach Parcells because he has a way of getting up under your skin to have you pissed off at the other guy you're lining up across. So I, I would say uh, depending on the situation uh, would be the coach that I picked. So, I mean, uh, they were, they're the two great coaches, but they have uh, different philosophies, in my opinion. And, you know, Parcells was a master motivator and manipulator of getting into, you know, one's head. Either you were strong enough to handle it or, or – and go out there and succeed, or you would you would fold up the tent and 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 not perform. You know, Belichick is going to put you in the right position, you know, to make the play from an X's and O's standpoint. And I think he's un, he's unmatched when it comes to that. But they're both great coaches in their own right, and they're both Hall of Famers. Which one did you enjoy playing for more? Tell the you truth. Now. <laughs> There's a long <laughs> pause there. A long pause. You know, I'm going to tell the could tell the truth. I would say I had more. You know, it's hard to say you enjoy playing for someone else when you win three Super Bowls with Coach Belichick. You know what I mean? Because right. it's not just about the coaches, it's about the guys that you're playing with. But I did go to a Super Bowl with Coach Parcells as well, but I was a young guy. You know, I mean, he was always on me. He always rolled me. So that wasn't a lot of fun because I was the first-round draft pick, and he let me know it each and every day by the riding me. But that also helped me become the player – uh, that I was. I mean, if, when you talk about uh, picking the groceries and all that, he picked me. So I have to, you know, have a, a side that I, I enjoy Coach Parcells because he gave me the opportunity. He drafted me, you know, uh, and he made me into help mold me into the player that I was by the time Coach Belichick got the head coaching job and he was uh, running things. So I was already established player, but Parcells got in my head so much that, you know, I have to give him you know, the props and the credit when it, when it, when it comes to that, but enjoyment of the whole thing. I enjoy playing for both of them because I went to Super Bowls, but I just had more overall team success under coach Belichick because we walked away with three Super Bowls. As you know, well, you intercepted Peyton Manning nine times, five times in the postseason. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you do, do end up elected in the hall of fame, are you going to thank Peyton Manning for helping you to get to Canton? <laughs> <laughs> have him present you. <laughs> I, I would I, I wouldn't say that, but I think uh, Peyton, you know, a few years ago, uh, he did a, a, a press conference saying that he would be the one uh, to want to give the speech to for me to get into the Hall of Fame. And I thought that was a hell of a compliment coming from a great quarterback. But, you know, to be honest with you, Peyton had Peyton had always had me ready to go. I mean, I had butterflies the night before because I knew that I had to show up and play. And if I didn't show up to play that you guys probably wouldn't be talking to me right now or I'd be on the other end of the highlights all day, so I couldn't have that. So he was a he was a major motivating factor uh, throughout my career because, you know, he had me shaking in the boots, you know, uh, the night before. Well, Ty, did, did anyone else, though, have you shaking in your boots? I mean, was there another quarterback you felt the same way? You know what? Not, not really uh, because going into most games, a lot of guys wouldn't throw at me. I knew uh, that Peyton, because of the confidence that he had, within himself, and then I was covering Marvin Harrison, his go-to guy. Either he's going to try to throw at me or have Marvin pissed off. So <laughs> I knew I was going to get uh, some action at, at that point. And um, a lot of other games, I, I really didn't know if I would see a ball or not, even if I was on the top receiver. But I knew going into that game that I would get a couple opportunities 
you know, to get my hands on the ball just because of who I was playing with and the type of quarterback that he is. So I would say he probably had me thinking the most out of anybody I ever played against. But early in my career, you talk about Dan Marino, Steve Young, yeah, when I'm right. playing against Jerry Rice, those guys. LA. But, you know, I was still, I was still, yeah, LA, I was still wet behind the ears then. So, you know, I was worried about everybody. But once <laughs> I established myself and got the confidence that I needed, there wasn't too many people that I was worried about as far as from the quarterback position. You know, from a receiver standpoint, you know, I I tried to approach it the same way, but I understood that this receiver is better than that receiver. You know what I mean? I could never sleep on anybody because we all get paid. You know, and you can get beat at any given time, but. I always put extra emphasis on that Indianapolis game. Hey, hey Ty, uh, you know, speaking of uh, some of those past games, and we're on with Hall of Fame semifinalist Ty Law, uh, I want to take you back to 2003 and that defense, because that defense led the NFL in fewest points allowed, lowest quarterback rating, fewest TD passes allowed, also led the league in interceptions. So how come we don't hear more about that defense? I, I don't know. Uh, I guess because the way we played the game, and it was always someone different. I mean, I think for whatever reason, the, the Patriots are Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and everybody else. I mean, and that's just <laughs> what kind of stuck, you know, like we didn't have, you know, good individual players, but we accepted that. And I think the media overall just didn't look at us as a great defense because you had the storyline with Tom Brady. You know, he took most of the uh, the spotlight and deservedly so. I mean, he, he came out of nowhere and did some remarkable things. But at the time, we were – a defensive football team. And I don't know why we didn't get the credit, but we're okay with that because we all have Super Bowl rings, and at the end of the day, that's what counts. Well, as, as I certainly know, and we talked about many times, and you would remind me periodically in case I forgot, uh, you are more than a cover corner. You seem to pride yourself on run defense and physical style, uh, which eventually mm-hmm. led to, to the law being laid down after that 2003 championship game. And now you're the reason mm-hmm. none of these defensive backs can touch anybody. You feel guilty <laughs> at all about that? And, and and what do you feel about the sort of way they have to play today as opposed to the way you like to play? You know, I don't feel guilty at all because it's like finally somebody, you know, recognizing what we did. So if it had to be, if it had to come down to that, so be it. But <laughs> I think the game is getting pretty soft, you know, to be honest with you. Um, you know, you think, uh, you know, of how the game was back when it was male blunt because it was a male blunt rule you know, years ago and the way the Pittsburgh played the game, you know, that was that was football. You know, you, you, you're going to start putting flags on guys right now. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't think that I can really play and be successful in today's game because the way I was brought up playing. You know, you we, we play physical. You know, you, the receiver touched the ball, knocked the hell out of him right now. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just a shame that, that it has to go down like it is. I mean, it's, it's an offensive game, so it should be a premium as far as the corners right now, because you can't do anything. You know, that's why guys like Darrell Rivas, who can go out there and really, you know, play the game at the level he's playing, I mean, he should get paid all the money because it is totally a, a offensive ran, ran league. They want to see touchdowns, but they're forgetting about the essence of football, in my opinion. You know, you, can, you might as well put a, a red shirt on the quarterback now, you know, like in practice. You can't, you can't hit him. And I think it's taken away from the game. And, you know, in another couple of years, if they keep adding more rules, even though they are trying to protect the players, we knew what we signed up for when we started playing this game. And, they, you know, hit or be hit. And that's what it's all about as far as I'm concerned. And uh, the game is being watered down. 
you know, five years from now, we're going to start losing fans if they keep doing this. Hey, Ty, we're starting to lose time here, so we got to roll. But uh, thanks so much for joining us again, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Uh, Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ty. Thanks, Thanks, Ty. Ty. We appreciate it. That was Hall of Fame semifinalist Ty Law. Up next, the Patriots-Colts rivalry. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Proactive, where... For $19.95, you get Proactive and a deep rotating cleansing brush valued at $45. It's a pretty good deal, but this is better. Get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-9544. 1-800-644-9544.